0: This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. Activity. This is the longest running Comic Pop show. Uh, well, one of the two. I
1: was going to say, not really. No, it's
0: the second longest running Comic Pop show, but we have the most episodes of this show Ooh. than any other on our channel here at youtube.com wow. slash comic pop. Where we review comics that came out this past week, and then recap them and tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend books that come out this week. We think you should pick up on New Comic Book Day. I'm Sal. And
1: I'm Tiffany.
0: Let's jump into it. Uh, we got a bunch of books that came out this week we want to talk about. But before we do jump into it properly, I uh-huh. want to do a quick housekeeping, if you will. First up up. We are. First up up. Uh, go to patreon.com slash to help us out uh, on a regular basis. If you want to help out the show right now, ask a question and be part of the show by using the Super Chats. That's a way for us to keep... All the questions kind of compartmentalized. We can actually answer them that way yeah. and integrate them in an organic way into the show. Uh, it also helps out us here because, as you can see from our new location, uh, the studio is only getting bigger and more expansive. You can see the back issue set right there. Oh, a little behind-the-scenes behind magic of how everything gets made. I just built that uh, little curtain back there. Uh, it used to be our green screen, but I found like we actually can use it if I put it over there and use the damn thing. What? Um so let's see, I just have to close our Slack chat, which is actually some behind the scenes stuff, which you can access. You can't access that, but you can access behind the scenes stuff over patreon.com slash pop. Yep. Also, if you go to instagram.com slash pop official, all these links, by the way, in the description below this video, uh, you can have access to the comic pop quiz. That's right, a little play on pop quiz. Yes. Uh, in our stories, we ask a question every single day, and you can vote, and you get a little confetti if you get it right.
1: <laughs> Yay! That's all I
0: can help you out with. Um, confetti you know what i might do what um if you play i can't really do that i was gonna say if you play i could actually have you win something but we'll do that that's like impossible no it's true i can see who plays and who, who gets it right i can actually check all that out okay yeah
1: Creepy, you're creeping
0: on us. Anyway, let's jump into the super chats before we start the show. Good. Proper Jordan and Drew helping us out along with Josh Bowman. Thank you all so much for helping us out at the top of the show before the show actually yep. began. Thank you. Michael Patterson says, Start a comic book collection after seeing the Batman damned cover art on this show. Thanks for the great content. And keep rocking. You keep rocking too, my man. Thank you thank so much. You. And I'm Good glad luck you on your dug collection. it. Right, enjoy, continue, expand. Don't be afraid to try different things, things you wouldn't normally expect. I like to do that now. Uh, I used to be very selective in my collection when I was like first starting out. Now I buy like everything. Yes. Taylor Smith. Uh, hey guys, just wanted to say thanks for that, for all that you do, and thank you so much for getting me into comics. You're very welcome, Tyler. Uh, I'm sorry, on one hand, because it's an expensive hobby. Yes. But on the Those other,
1: hobbies are.
0: Yeah, I don't know a hobby that ain't except for like Walking. bug collection.
1: No, you guys still get the jars.
0: Yeah, jars, eh, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you so much for all those. And, of course, you can help those. You can help us out by joining those fine people and c- continuing the, the conversation. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, Symbiote Spider-Man number two okay. from Peter David and Greg Land. Huh. Okay, so this is a great, this is a cool book. The only problem is Okay. <laughs> it's drawn by Greg Land.
1: Right. I know you're not a fan.
0: No. The cover is really cool. Even though the symbiote never did that in the original continuity. But, of course, this is set pre-current times. This is actually set in the 80s, and it's supposed to be between the panels, kind of, like, giving you a little bit of an idea about what it was, you know what Mysterio was like during the symbiote Spider-Man era of the 80s. What was he up to? Yeah, what was he up to? Nobody really delved into that, and there's no trade paperback collected story of Mysterio, and that's really why this book exists. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And it's, you know what? Fair enough. If it has to be, it has to be. At least it's in continuity. You can literally go and check out, like, when this happened, if you pick up Amazing Spider-Man 241, it happens in between those times. Black Cats, his girlfriend, he's got a, a crazy alien costume. He doesn't understand, and unbeknownst to him, Mysterio is also like doing some crazy stuff. Uh, we introduce a new villain to a, the a director. No, the director is a, <laughs> is literally if you just Google image search director, I'm sure you'll find the tracing. It's like this an character.
1: amalgam of like
0: Spielberg and, and
1: Lucas. Yeah.
0: Uh, I wouldn't be surprised in the least. There are a lot of traced faces in this book, uh, which you can find, actually, if I just go ahead and share them with you right now. like that one. Truer words were never spoken. You... You look great, honey. <laughs> you look great. She's supportive. The concept is uh, Mysterio has uh, accidentally and inadvertently gotten a bank teller killed. He feels really bad about it. Spider-Man was going to spring into action, but Mysterio lied to Spider-Man said that the bank teller was his sister. So Spider-Man feels kind of bad and conflicted about like banging on Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio feels more and more frustrated and enraged by Spider-Man because Spider-Man keeps getting in his way. But- so he goes and hires this disgraced Hollywood stuntman. Right, uh, who I was actually trying to to place. I'm like, oh, is it is it uh, you know one of the Wrecking Crew? Like, who is it? And it's nobody. It's a totally new character that Peter David created for the story. Okay. Um, and it turns out that he is a mutant. Normally he'd be an Inhuman, because you know, Fox. But, but he's a mutant. But now he's a mutant. Maybe we can use mutants again. So the idea is he's got like, he's strong. Okay. And Mysterio figured it out. So Mysterio used his I assume Mysterio used his special effects, Hollywood connections to yeah. find out about this guy. Okay. find him, And basically he hires this guy to one-up Spider-Man. So Mysterio lures Spider-Man into a false sense of security by creating illusions of Mysterio on top of a rooftop. Spider-Man goes and tries to attack him. He he goads him by appearing in a couple of places. Spider-Man leads up to those areas. And then right when Spider-Man's going to like put the coup d'etat on Mysterio, Mysterio's like... See, he's playing the old game. I'm playing the new game. Spider-Man swings in to punch Mysterio's fishbowl. But Hard Rock, the newest, coolest Spider-Man villain, is behind the illusion and punches Spider-Man in the like face. Like the
1: Hard Rock Cafe?
0: Yeah. Hard Rock's not a fan of the name either. But Mysterio's like, well, you have to use a fake name. So that's how it works.
1: Just be like, I'm Kevin. <laughs>
0: Well, you can't just, you, like I said, you can't use... His name's not really Kevin, so see, that works. Right, that's true. And then he'll be cross-referencing Kevin, with all like the, you know, in an event.
1: It's, yeah, my, my idea is actually, it'll throw them off the scent. Right. It's, it's makes, makes sense.
0: It would make sense. So it's not makes. sense. But that's not what they do. <laughs> okay? And so, uh, Kevin gets the drop on Spider-Man, <laughs> and... Spider-Man tries to web him. Mysterio's already prepared for that. He's like, no, he's wearing like a, like a web-slick outfit. You can't Ooh. stop him. Uh, but Kevin goes. To tr- right, well, the symbiote still has organic webbing. Okay. Uh, so Kevin knocks him out, and Spider-Man's down for the count. He's going to shoot Spider-Man in the face okay. when the symbiote springs into action. Oh. Because Spider-Man's unconscious. The symbiote's protecting him. This is a story we've never seen before. Spider-Man doesn't know the symbiote can do these things, even though we know it can later on when they retcon that it could, when right. it gets the Eddie Brock and whatnot. Uh, so the suit climbs up Kevin's arm, or hard rock, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and Mysterio's watching all this happen on some monitors in a nearby building. Mm-hmm. And then it just jumps into his throat and explodes him from within. The whole suit just, just blows him up. And then goes back on Spider-Man and leaves. Mysterio throws up in his helmet, and... <laughs> Uh, runs away from the location he was using. He was using place with all these monitors. It yeah. was one of Kingpin's strongholds. Uh, did so Kingpin
1: know he was using he it? He certainly
0: did not. Oh. He would not have appreciated it. Um, so then Johnny Owen, a guy who worked with and knew Quentin Beck slash Mysterio, mm-hmm. uh, finds Mysterio on the roof. He works for uh, Kingpin, that's okay. why he's there. And he's like, what are you doing here, man? You shouldn't be here. I gotta go tell Kingpin. I'm gonna have him kill you. Yeah. And he goes... I've got some information about Spider-Man that the Kingpin might want to know. You know, I've never seen anything like what I just saw. Yeah. And so, you know, might be worth it. So Johnny's like, maybe.
1: It might. Who knows?
0: So, you know, <sighs> this feels like a classic comic book, like a classic Spider-Man comic book. It's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, I dig it. But. The Greg Land stuff is egregious, but it's not the worst stuff I've ever seen from Gregland. Okay. So that's kind of nice. Okay. But Peter David is like, man, you know, David wasn't a regular Spider-Man writer by any means for any length of time. Yeah. But uh, clearly, Doo was paying attention back in the day. Right. And 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 it shows. So it's really cool. Good for him.
1: That's all right.
0: It's a fun, decent retcon story. It's like a little bit of a resurgence of the old uh, Untold Tales of Spider-Man book. I dig it.
1: Okay, except, except the art. You just wish that would Yeah, be. I wish the art was a little better. You but a an like, artist.
0: You know what? You see Spider-Man so much, it's like, oh, whatever. All right, cool. And they're drawing the symbiote costume the way it's supposed to look. Some right. do like take liberties with the legs and the. It's a classic for a reason.
1: With the legs. Yeah. Don't take liberties with the legs.
0: Please. Uh, Ben Bastion says, I just read Mark Wade's Daredevil. It was so cool. I agree. It was a great book. Josh Bowman, another two because you said my last name right. No problem, man. Uh, You can thank Die Hard 4.0 or Die Hard or Live Free or Die Hard for that one. Uh, And Kevin Kruger, we all do (laughs) Conan Wonder Woman for back issues. And what do you think of McFarlane doing DC toys? Uh, Okay, there's a number of questions. First of which, uh, Conan Wonder Woman. Tiffany? Yeah. Okay. What do you think of McFarlane (laughs) making DC toys? Great idea. I can't wait to see them. And oh, uh, what we do you, see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Hasbro gave up the. No, no. Hasbro should get the DC license. I think Mattel had the DC license, but they gave it up. Oh. Hasbro should just make them all. Sure. Then yeah. you get Marvel Select figures, but it's DC. Then how to sell them, then how to direct Marvel. Yeah, and then kids
1: could, right? like, do their own crossovers.
0: Even if we can't have them. <laughs> uh, and what do you think of Spielberg wanting to make a Blackhawk movie? He said that a while ago. I'll believe when I see it. Uh, I can t- promise you it won't take place in the DC universe. Okay, so there you go. All right, uh, Tiffany, what did you read today?
1: I guess I'll just take over for a little bit because the last book I think is the one everybody wants to talk about. Um, Fair enough. So I'm well, gonna... I have another
0: book that I also read that isn't the last book.
1: Oh, okay, perfect. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, I'm very. Brief. I didn't. Fit... This is the one I was reading beforehand, so I'm not going to like talk too much about it. But like, they just came out with a new Samurai Jack book. Uh, Samurai Jack, um, Lost Worlds. Yeah, Lost Worlds, and like the the hook for this first issue is that like it's there's like a a town that like lives by the teachings of Samurai Jack, and he shows up, but there's like it's one of them's an imposter. Okay, there's an imposter, Samurai Jack, and I think one of them's a robot.
0: Which one's the real one? No
1: one's like very like they have two very different looks, that kind of thing, and they fight. Okay, cool. So it gets cool, right? And they fight, and they fight. So I look forward to um, checking out the rest of that story because it looks like it's just kind of like here's the book. Mm -hmm. That's it. Enjoy the story. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's any more to it than this. Fair enough. Um, and then, I obviously, Conan. Like, all the Conan books came out this week. They
0: sure did. So and them. every other book, like, get out, got out of the way. Get out of
1: the way for Conan! For he will slay you where you stand. The streets will run red with rivers of blood and anything. Thank you. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, no problem. Um, So, I'm going to talk about two of the Conan books that came out today. The first is Savage Sword of Conan, written by um, Jerry Dugan. Yes. With art by Ron Garney. Oh, great. Um, Ron's been on this book. But That's this, right. He's the, been doing it
0: the whole time. Right? Yeah, this
1: team's been doing this whole time. This is the one where it's like the like this. This is the story from part one to part five. Here is the story of Conan when he was on a boat and got like a crazy map in his head that he could see yes. and a treasure. And he had like a little buddy who ended up dying recently mm-hmm. um, because there's a snake man named uh, Koga Oh, Okay. And um, he's a snake. Serpent wizard man guy, like you saw in the movie, yeah. kind of, but not 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 that high up, I don't think. Okay, and he's also looking for said treasure. And um, Conan's like, okay, I got bit by the snake, so the venom is in me. I remember that. So now. this guy's totally gonna take over at some point. But it's Conan. We know that's not gonna happen. It's Conan. No, like he's gonna. Who's do- gonna take over? Yeah, no, no. Um, so Conan and his last pal, uh a, a woman named Menus or Menace, depending on how you want to say it, because okay. I don't know um she was a librarian she's been on the journey with them because she knows of the treasure as well okay so she he's like we're gonna find this treasure before i die here we go let's do this so he's they find the treasure and it turns out it's in the boat that it was always in it never left the boat and like the boat's like underground cool and so when they get there He's like really mad because <laughs> the treasure is all these scrolls. And like, so it's all this knowledge. That's the oh treasure. Oh, no.
0: Conan the, has no use for that.
1: Conan is so mad. He's like, this is useless. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's like maps and like knowledge. Yeah, They'll lead
0: to money. And, and
1: then all of a sudden somebody's like, and powerful magic.
0: Oh, no. And it's
1: the sorcerer. He's like, haha, it worked. Awesome. And it turns out that the librarian was also working with him. But not of her own accord, because like he has her family, mm-hmm. and um, Conan's like, oh, everybody sucks," and there's no treasure, because he tells her to burn it so that he can't get it. Yeah, she won't do it. No. So then Conan just fights this guy, and the guy like pulls out a snake, just like James L. Jones does, where he's it's like it's like an, I guess, oh it's no, like an arrow, like an arrow? Like, yeah. But he's using it like a club, and he's just beating Conan with it, and he's just like, "Why would you fight me? Like I'll give you a crown. Like what do yeah. you care? Like you're gonna be like one of my minions anyway." And he's just like a crown is earned.
0: Yeah. Like he he will. He just
1: beats the hell out of this guy. Sweet. He just beats him and then eventually like the dude's like, all right, fine. I'm just going to use my thing because it's like, Conan gets, like, knocked down or what have you, and, like, he's gonna use the snake and give him a lethal dose. The chick steps in.
0: Oh, and she gets the dose? Yes, instead. Naturally. She, she's
1: like, oh, he was never gonna let my family go, and I realize that now, because, like, Conan's such a cool guy yeah. that, like, he fights for, like, truth and justice. And money. And this Camarian way. Yeah. Um... Yeah, except, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, um, so then Conan, like, goes into a barbarian rage because he's like, there's like this poison coursing through his body, mm-hmm. and he picks up a piece of wood and he beats him to death. Sweet. Until his head pops off and he turns into snakes.
0: Nice. Just snakes.
1: Yep. Yep. And then, like, Conan realizes that the poison is out of his body. He goes up onto the streets of the city where he sees a guard who's just like, Hey, what are you doing? And he's just like, Screw you. (laughs) That's a nice horse you got there. And he's just like, Kogathun will, like, you know, see you, like, hanged for, like, being such a jerk to me. And he's just like, Yeah. He knocks him off the horse and he takes the horse. He rides into the streets where there's, like, all these, like, you know, slaves and servants who are, like, building the city and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he, like, it's pouring and it's lightning and he's on the horse and he holds up the head of Kogathu and he's like yeah. he's dead now fight for your freedom and it's like they do that and like they like the idea is that they tell stories of like this and like there are different variations of it like one is that like a man from the north came and like freed yeah. them and others are like a giant rose up and came down from the <laughs> mountains to give us our freedom sure. i like yeah I guess you see Conan you're like eh, yeah he's pretty big he's a big dude mm-hmm. so like this is just a really classic kind of Conan story you know it's like here's a legend of Conan Conan wanted to get treasure, and he didn't.
0: <laughs> well, no, he got the greatest treasure of all, and that's knowledge. No, he didn't. Knowledge they could beat a man to death. Yeah, with because rocks that that boat with wood. that
1: boat burned. Yeah, everything on it burned, but he beat that man in, until he turned into snakes.
0: That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I so, had snakes I think... in college. It was not good. It took a long time to clear up. But... <laughs> um, cool. So recommendation?
1: I I really enjoyed this story. So like, if you're just looking for like kind of like a like a not one and done, because obviously it's a five part like series yeah. for it but it does have like big middle and end yeah and it is a satisfying adventure if you're looking for a real like sword and sorcery sort of adventure i'd say pick it up
0: the Conan on the barbarian was thulsa doom so it's definitely go. the doom cult mm-hmm. Uh, jumping I'm into the super chat
1: because that's a big thing. Yeah. Snake culture. Oh, definitely. That comes up. Oh, Maybe. nice. <laughs> we'll talk more about that.
0: Mister Roboto says, as the original Mysterio died in the Ultimate Universe, where does this lead as far as writing for Mysterio? Do we know that he's the master of illusion? Also, the Ultimate Universe isn't dead anymore, so he's fine. I mean, if ever you could retcon that Mysterio didn't die, or anyone, any one character didn't die, it's Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, Jose B, I love your videos more X-Men for back issues please Okay. Uh, Kevin Kruger says here's an idea for GBU that's our sister show, Good, Bad, and Ugly where we take three comics, you know, under a theme and then tell you which one's the good, the bad, and the ugly Mm -hmm. after a quick recap session Uh, use some Alan Moore books well, we just did actually use a Alan Moore book but we could do more Alan Moore books in the future I definitely want to do that
1: we'll do some ones he's probably less proud of I would love that (laughs) I have a
0: number of them yeah uh, Mr. Roboto, idea Conan Hawkeye crossover mini because it's awesome. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: You could do it either way, too. Like, you could have Hawkeye go... Oh,
0: that, that's the one. Yeah. Is it Hawkeye goes there.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Because huh. right
0: now we got Marvel meets Conan. Right. Like, we already got that.
1: Well, I'm like, and I'm down for that because then Hawkeye's like, look at all these chicks.
0: Yeah. This is dope. I'm having <laughs> a great time.
1: <laughs> you have to go home, Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't, Hawkeye doesn't want to go home. No. I'm like... The best Avenger here.
0: Right. I'm, like, the only Avenger, so let's make <laughs> this happen. Um, I read uh, The Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six, which introduced a character called Spider-Bite.
1: What? It's
0: a little it's a little kid. The whole what? issue, uh, which is written by Tom Taylor with art by, um, I don't know. Somebody. Somebody named Cabal. Okay. Oh, wait, it's right here. Juan Cabal. Okay. Uh, is... The opening couple of pages is Spider-Man fighting his like some classic rogues, sure. And then a little kid Spider-Man shows up named Spider-Bite, and he's dressed like Spider-Man, and he also has Spider powers. And I'm, you probably guess where this is going. Uh, so Spider-Bite is great, and he's awesome, and Spider-Man inspires him to like kick ass. And then the whole book like goes off the rails in in terms of like. They fight the Sinister, it seems like they're going to gather the Sinister Six, but then no, it's a double page splash and they're going to fight the Sinister Sixty, and there's sixty or more Spider-Man villains, and it's, it's like a who's who of who fought Spider-Man. Like, like everyone, from like Karrion to more Lun is there. And you get another like double page splash of Spider-Man and Spider-Bite like beating up all the supervillains. Okay. And then it turns out the whole book is a story that is being played out between Spider-Man and a kid with like terminal cancer. And they're at the hospital and they're like playing, and all the orderlies and staff and other kids are playing as he wanted to be Spider-Man for the day.
1: Okay, I figured it was like a fan fiction kind mm-hmm. of thing for the kid. That what?
0: Yeah, uh, it's not too dissimilar from a story that they already did that was in, uh, a Spider-Man classic called "The Kid Who Collects Spider-Man," but it's ramped up and a little more, a little more heartstringy. Uh, that said. The kid has, like, a meltdown, because, like, he had the day, and he had, got to be Spider-Man, and it was really great. And then they're like, all right, you can go to, like, all right, so it's time for bed. And he, like, really freaks out, and it, like, makes everybody kind of like, oh, sorry. And he's like, oh, no, I ruined everything. Like, I had a meltdown. Spider-Man's like, no, We're like you had you had a rough day. Like, you had a big day. You had to beat every villain. It was totally cool. And um, so Spider-Man talks to, like, the either his parent or his orderly or whatever and, uh, uh, you know, attending physician, and, you know, they're like... E- Nobody wants to go to sleep when they don't know if they're going to wake up the next day. So then Spider-Man says, he's got a coat, right? <gasps> and so the last page is him taking the kid. And he's like, so you said you want to be Spider-Man for the day. Well, the day's not over. And the last page is him like swinging away with him. And you're like, oh, I have not really liked this series, but this issue was in particular like deliberately saccharine and sweet and you know what, like, we need those once in a while just a little reminder, Spider-Man can be, like the ass of a bunch of jokes, he's already a clown in War for the Realms, so, like this is a reminder of, like, who this character is, and it's very, very good now, and Tom Taylor, man, he knows what he's doing it's really sweet, I hate to ruin it for you, but it's just so nice um, and it's funny, because I saw it coming, like, you know I'm like I'm seeing it coming, that last page, though hits you, and you're like, oh, just completely hit me and I was like, oh, you got me, Taylor damn you
1: <laughs> you okay. made me sad i know
0: listen blame tom taylor <laughs> tweet at him tell him he's a jerk oh. but uh, if you ever buy a friendly neighborhood spider-man book this is the one to get it's just really really sweet
1: that's nice yeah
0: so maybe we can clear up some of the emotional cobwebs what book do, what, other, what other book do you want to talk about
1: conan
0: more conan <laughs> You say? Yeah. uh, No, by the way, he doesn't reveal who he is. He keeps that to himself. The kid doesn't care. So the kid who collected Spider-Man, he, like, had his photos by Peter Parker. Yeah. He's like, oh, I wish I could be Peter Parker, because he knows Spider-Man. He's yeah, like, no. well, I got news for you. Ha-ha! No, this,
1: that kid, this kid just wants to know Spider-Man. Yes,
0: he doesn't give a shit. Because
1: Spider-Man is not a, a regular guy. That's and, like, the
0: thing. Like, it, yeah, I want to be a superhero. I want to yeah. know a superhero. I don't want to, like, find out that he has to pay taxes and, like, put up with taking yeah. the garbage. No,
1: like, I want to, no. like, like, escape the reality around me. Wow.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. It's really, really great. It's a solid book, so yeah, check that out.
1: Um, yeah. So before we Savage Sword of Conan, this is Conan the Barbarian.
0: Yeah, that's the main this series, is the you main might say. the
1: Series written by Jason Aaron. Um, it's the Life and Death of Conan, Part Six: The Sole Survivor. This story was. They've all been solid. Again, Aaron is instead. Doing there is a main plot going on, but you see it at the end of the book typically. Yes. And the rest of the book are individual stories throughout different parts of Conan's life. Right. And so we're kind of at like a midpoint. Um Conan is a mercenary, and there is like a great war going on. Um, and by that I mean like the, the Kingdom of Turan has been taking over all these places, and one of the places they want to invade is Stygia.
0: Okay. And oh, you been, mentioned like, them before. It's been
1: kind of hard on them. They've been really struggling with that because mm-hmm. um, it's a rule. Uh, it's, it's ruled by uh, sorcerer kings and mm. alco- and acolytes. So we're dealing with magic, and and they don't fight in the normal sense of the word. Essentially, so we come across like this, you know, three hundred esque pass, mm-hmm. and um, there's a whole bunch of bodies there, and it turns out that like. Um, the Tyranians, uh were there camping out, ready to invade or like try to get a foothold in Stygia. Okay, and um, they were attacked in the night because the Stygians had like hidden under the ground oh. and like come up like serpents and like killed each of them. Okay, like, in their sleep. That's essentially. cool. And, and, and like it's messed up. Yeah. But when they get there, like. It's just, they're just all dead, even right. the horses. Oh, no! Like, even the horses are dead. And then someone hears somebody talking, and they're like, don't bother searching, there's nobody left to your breathing but me. And it's Conan sitting on a pile of Stygian corpses oh, with awesome. vultures around him covered in blood, and they realize it's mostly not his. No, of course. Naturally. So he had signed up with the Turanian army, and he was a mercenary, and when they got there... He was like, these guys were idiots, and they all, like, camped out there. And he's like, it was very obvious, like, that this was going to be an ambush. Yeah. And so Conan didn't allow himself to be ambushed, and he took on the army, and he survived. hmm Except the other Terranian army that, sh- like, showed up, the little, like, contingent, is like, you're a sole survivor. That means, more than likely, you were, a, like, a betrayer.
0: Oh. Like, why did you live? Yeah, how did like, you like, make no They don't way, know how awesome There's he no
1: is. way one man could take on an army. It's like, he, haven't you heard of me yet? He's like, yeah, right? And he's just like, you are so dumb. And he's like, don't you see? Like, it's so obvious that this was a place for an ambush. So he goes back to camp with them, and they make him, like, do all the worst, like, jobs possible, right? hmm And, like, he's on the outskirts of the camp, and, like, they eventually get ambushed as well. And um, the leader of that group, one of the high commanders, it's like a place of power in the the army is like oh we gotta we gotta stick together they're trying to bust us up we gotta go up to that hill and Conan's like you're an idiot yeah don't you smell and I'm like oh no so they all like (laughs) a whole bunch of them ride up to the hill and they covered the hill in like oil and so the Stygians light fire to it and like the high commander dies screaming and burning and I was like and he's like but this time like a few of the the army trusted Conan. Okay, cool. And so Conan's not a sole survivor. Five of them walk out, including Conan. Nice. And, like, those five would be with them until they die.
0: Oh! like they like, probably we the next trust.
1: issue. I think it's, like, the next fight. They don't make it out, yeah. right? So they go back to the next Tyrrhenian camp, and, like, there's a whole, like, meeting going on of the high commanders, and um, Conan's like, okay, so you guys are all dumb, and um, you've been getting ambushed, and, like here's what you got to do. He's like, like where your power lies are in your ships. Okay. And they're like, okay, we're not seafaring folk really. And there is a desert between us and them. And he's like, what you got to do is get elephants and drag your ships through the desert and take to the river Styx Mm. and attack them there. That's where you'll, you'll be able to take them down. He's like, I want to see Stygia fall just as much as you do. Okay. And they're like, no, no terrain has ever navigated the river Styx. He's like, I have. (laughs) And they're like, No. You're out of your mind and you're Mm -hmm. stupid. And so then, like, someone's like yelling to arms because something's wrong, right? And like, Conan's like, to the five dudes, he's like, run. (laughs) And so they all run out of the camp and they're like, oh, see, he is a coward. That's how he survived. He's a coward. They ran because the Stygians riled up the horses to stampede. And so the entire army that is there is, crushed is, by horses. is trampled by their own horses.
0: Oh my I was God. like,
1: that is insane. Like these guys are just running over them. Right. Mm-hmm. So then Conan is brought forth to the King. And, um, he's like, he's like, I heard a lot about you. And I, people, my, my high commander say you're a coward. Um, But the guys who have you in chains and have put them on you, they didn't mention that you were a coward. In fact, they said you fought like an unearthly demon. So I'm pretty (laughs) sure you're like, what's going on here? What's Mm -hmm. going on here? He's very reasonable about it. He makes fun of the commanders, like the high commanders. He's like, it's very obvious that they don't know how to fight and they've never been in war. And that's who you trust as a commander, as someone who's actually fought in war. And he's just like, it's very true. He's like, that's really a, a designation that's given down from like sun to sun, basically. Yeah. And like... One of them challenges Conan. Conan like in, like takes him down. Like Conan's really just letting them hold the chains. Sure, yeah. He's not really... Like, he can break free at any moment. Yeah, the king's like, you could put them down now. If Conan wanted to kill us all, he would do that. So right. Conan, what do you think we should do? <laughs> and he gives them the plan Elephants. again. Elephants. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he, he doesn't do it. Instead, he does make him a high commander, and he fights with them for a long while. And then inevitably, Conan like breaks off and like ends up being like a, um, a thief again and stealing from that king. Okay, and they they basically sum it up with years later they would fight. Um, they would see each other on the battlefield once again. He and the king, because mm. it's like the king kind of trusted him, and they never really deal with the, St- the Stygia thing. It's really just about like Conan's beliefs and who should lead, right? And like where that comes from and wanting to earn his own way. And we see on the battlefield like those children of the the, the Crimson Witch, mm-hmm. the Blood Witch, right? And like how like at that point in time they've been there checking in on Conan, mm. and like they're like, now we should take him now, and like the sisters like, not yet. He's not ripe. Mm. Like, we have to wait until he wears a crown on his head.
0: Right. Okay. And so then
1: we see at the end that, like, they're, like, they're totally, they're going to kill King Conan.
0: Oh, no. And
1: you're like, ho, oh, oh, ho, what's going to happen? I'm just like, more or less, I'm like, what's the next adventure of Conan going to be? Yeah. Like, I'm really enjoying getting to know Aaron's version of Conan at, like, through various stories. The way, like, you would imagine a story like this would have been told.
0: Right. Like,
1: Around like the campfire, individual like you know tales that people had heard. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's cool. I dig it.
0: Fair enough. So I
1: really like. I highly recommend Aaron's run on it, but I like this st- style of storytelling. That's true. So
0: yeah, cool. Yeah. As if Saeed says, just wanted to say hi. I hope you guys have a nice day. Hi. You too, man. I hope so.
1: I just made a fuzzy
0: well thank you very much uh, A Lopez says last week I said I didn't like comic story and multiverse episode after a week of thinking about it now I love the idea Endgame, game still number one I hope uh, Anya kills Danny cool I'm not like on comic story like we're we're friends but I don't work for him right and we're not like associate with his channel anyway so if you do have an opinion about comic story let him know at comic story on twitter or it is youtube channel youtube.com slash comic story right
1: and uh, I think that last part is about game of thrones
0: uh I don't watch it, so cool that you spoiled the end of the show. For no,
1: you didn't.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't. I, no. like But yeah, don't. Uh, you know, if you, if you want to share something about about that with Benny, like let him know because he reads his tweets. Um, but thank you, Jack O'Connell says love the show and it has been a while since I caught one live. Well, welcome to the live show, my friend. Uh, you know, you are now on it. <laughs> uh, every issue where Spider Man is with a kid with cancer is a total gut punch. Yeah. Yeah, it better be. Otherwise, it's cheap. It doesn't work. Be- yeah. They better like have some kind of emotional
1: weight. Yeah, definite
0: weight. And Kane's world helping us out with a wow. rather large super chat. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Kane. Uh, idea for secret invasion in the MCU: the Kree have infiltrated us as world re- leaders around the world, not superheroes, and prime us for invasion from the inside. So it's a reverse secret invasion. The oh, Kree okay. invade rather than the uh, Skrulls. Thank yeah, you for being awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you, Kane, for being Thank awesome. Thank you so much. We for do your appreciate it, man. Chat. Yeah, uh, and thanks for the pitch. That's a cool idea. Um, so. Moving on, um, I guess that's it, right? Batman Who Laughs, number five, from Je- from Snyder and Jock. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I'm preparing. We just talked <clears> about <throat> it. But like, hang on! Batman Who no. Laughs, number five, uh, seven-issue miniseries. I think it was six, but now it's seven. I don't recall. Uh, anyway, best Batman book so far. Uh, I'm finding this more interesting and more engaging than Detective or Bat, uh, certainly more than Tom King's Batman. Um mm. Continuing on, Batman was put in an impossible situation where he was believed to be the Batman who laughs because he's been injected with the serum that makes him the Batman who laughs and also built a Batman who laughs um, Cenobite mask out of dark metal so that he could see the world as the Batman who laughs. He's becoming the Batman who laughs. So, like, there's no reason for the cops not to think he's Batman.
1: Right, and also, the Batman who laughs is there and dressed up as a guard and tells them that he is the Batman who laughs. Right. So, you know.
0: But this is a Scott Snyder book, so we gotta start off With a history lesson. Uh, Back in the day, a history lesson that didn't happen and that he he totally made up. Uh, This happened in which uh, Tom Wayne gave Bruce a token. And what are Gotham tokens? They're maps of the city. And the map of the city represents everything and whatever. Uh, also, if you ever read this book, I was when I, I remember when I got a copy, I picked it up that morning, uh, Wednesday morning. I was reading it, and he was very selective with the words that mm-hmm. he changes uh, in the text boxes from its usual yellow to red. And I was like, Oh, these are all selective. Certain, like half of words are becoming red. Write it all down. It's a hidden monologue from Batman that he's having in his head. Nice. It's like a back and forth between Batman and Batman. So you get a, like a, you get an added bonus. I think other websites have. Pulled it all together, but I'll let you go on your own quest because it's a lot of fun having a notepad and like reading it. And yeah, it
1: you could be your own detective,
0: exactly. Uh, but so Batman is pinned down by guards, he's trying to convince them that he is not the Batman who laughs. He winds up having like a low moment where he uses uh, the Bruce Wayne who was the warden of like Arkham who had like body armor and whatnot as a human shield well, against he's them, dead already, but he feels bad about it,
1: right? But he shouldn't, <clears throat> it's just him.
0: But ultimately, he tries to. Convince them that he's cool by saying their names and saying what like who they are, and they're like, "Oh, that sounds right, but it probably isn't." So then he winds up doing the Batman Who Laughs version of that, where he says like where they all live and who they all love and how if he get when he gets out he's gonna he, if they don't let him go, yeah, he will seek out righteous vengeance against well, them.
1: Well, he tries it like the normal way first, where he's like, "I know you guys, I know you, Officer So and So, and Officer yeah, exactly, like." And they're like not having it.
0: Yeah, and then he like mentions their children right. and their wives, and he's like, and they're like, oh. And then he rips off the head of Tom or of, of Bruce Wayne and says, like, I am the Batman who laughs. Ha 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 ha! And then he leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Gordon is being tormented by the Grim Knight, who is using his Robins, and it turns out these Robins that like the Batman who laughs uh, has made turn. Like, I thought that they were, and I'm sure they were originally. They were like. Damien and Jason and stuff like that. They're a little versions, But yeah. no, it turns out that, like, Batman Labs makes Robins. And they're made of, like, people that are susceptible to this kind of
1: yeah, which, know, thing. Yeah, which, yeah, but, like, they're clones? I don't know.
0: I don't know if they're I clones or I if, thought like,
1: I thought it was just, like, all Jason Todd and...
0: Me yeah. too, but no. Uh, so, because we reveal that, like, these Robins, or at the very least one of them is... Gordon's son. Yeah. Like another, a multiversal version of James, uh, Gordon Jr. Of course, that's relevant because James Gordon Jr. has been brought out of retirement from people not writing about him, uh, because Scott Snyder created him and wrote about him in a, a book you like called a Bat- black mirror. Uh, and Gor- ba- basically Batman's like, I need Gordon Jr. Because he's crazy and a murderer and maybe he'll be able to like, keep me in check and also see things I can't. Right. Of course, Batman's already gone down the deep end. So it's like really, just a plot device um, James Jr. does rescue his father mm-hmm. in the sewers meanwhile the Batman Who Laughs uh, confronts the Court of Owls and it would be really cool if this is the last time we ever see them. The Court
1: of Owls? Yes,
0: because no one has been able to do anything good with them since they no. were created and people seem to prefer Batman Who Laughs as it is anyway and also it's a fitting end for their kind uh, the idea being that like Batman Who Laughs is like, I need your help and the Court of Owls is like, no and then Batman he laughs. Is like, yeah, I didn't actually want your help.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just. So no, he wanted a favor. Yeah,
0: he wanted a favor, and, and he they does were like, get it. Right. Well, they, no, because they were like, no, they don't. No, that, they say no to him.
1: Yeah, but his favor is that he wants to hear them die, die, screaming. die screaming,
0: and he he does. Deli- they do deliver. Yeah. Uh, he uses their own talons against them. He blows up the, all the exits that they're trying to flee. Well, to. he takes
1: their arms off. Yeah. They have an arm off. Right. Like the talons, like so. Like the talons are useless because that's. They're like, oh, they're there's they're totally quarterfowl. they are just like, the youngest of us will disturb. Please. And the youngest is also
0: in a, in a wheelchair. And yeah. they're in this weird, like, kind of like water labyrinth type place. And she's like, yes, go use the talons.
1: Yeah. And they, they hobble in with no arms. They're like, oh.
0: Yeah. Oops. 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 Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Batman last kills them all and then pushes...
1: The girl in the wheelchair (laughs) off the side.
0: Off the side into the water. She dies screaming, too. And then he reveals that, like, at one point, there's another multiversal version of Bruce Wayne who tries to take down the Court of Owls by becoming a Talon himself.
1: Yeah, so he, like, rules the Court of Owls there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then he fights it.
1: Yeah, because, like, who knows what side he's on? Yeah. You know?
0: Um, So then uh, Batman convinces Gordon... To activate Last Laugh, which of course is like a two-key system, mm-hmm. uh, and it's connected to the penny or to the token that we reinvented in the beginning of this issue. Uh, Gordon knows it well because the, the the saying that Batman wants Gordon to say, and we they both have to say it, is from the token, and the token represents all of Gotham. Yeah. Uh, Gordon does it immediately because he trusts his friends and believes in him. We Snyder alone has completely tapped all the good faith that gordon could possibly have <laughs> used to be that sometimes gordon would be like i trust you old friend and then batman lets him down or batman rises the occasion and every single time yeah. that snyder writes gordon and batman they are brothers in arms gordon's like i'm going out on a limb for you, brother and then batman lets him down yeah you gotta have some kind of reward once in a while. In any event, uh, he lets him down. Uh, the Batman laughs, calls Batman on a hollow phone. Yeah. And he's like, uh, oh, because Batman re- like realizes that activating last laugh is actually what the Batman who laughs wants. Yeah. So Gordon does it immediately, but Batman doesn't activate it. And then the Batman who laughs convinces Batman to do it. And that's how the book ends.
1: Yeah. That, like, oh, yeah, also, I-
0: James Jr. dies.
1: Is he dead?
0: Well, like, a bunch of stalagmites... Fall on him.
1: Yeah, he might be okay. We don't see the body. No body, don't, no but, death.
0: But, like, we're... Gordon doesn't see his son die... And Batman roped his son into it and betrayed him. So I'm thinking we're gonna have a big rift well, between Batman Maybe board.
1: Snyder's just tidying some loose ends up there.
0: Certainly, it could be.
1: And this, a lot of this continges on like Batman's perception of what his father told him the coin met. and then like because he is under the influence of this like Joker toxin, that like the Batman who laughs like, no, this is what the coin means. The coin yes. means that like the the gotham is meant to be a stronghold and meant to be a stronger city and like meant to breed like specific types of people yes. in it.
0: Yeah, the Gotham is a breeding ground for evil and that like fulfill your destiny and make it into the thing it needs to become.
1: Yeah, and he and like he does it. Yeah. And you're like,
0: oh. Oh, he also uses up all the good faith that Alfred has, too. Alfred calls, and he's like, you're my son, and I love you. And he's like, okay, fuck you. Mute.
1: Except it says, it says mute, which is funny, because, like, Alfred wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Like he's just, I, so I assume he's just yelling. Yeah, he's still yelling.
0: But, uh, yeah, so Batman activates it. Now, of course, it would be funny, but Snyder literally just did this again in Justice League where, like, just like, Batman, we trust you! And he's like, fuck you! I fa- I'm betraying you! Yeah. Like, again! Yeah. And so, you know, as a reader, I'm usually like, oh, Batman's playing a larger game. He's smarter than this. Yeah. He's making you think that he's stepping left. It's a Kansas City shuffle here. I don't think so. I think it's just I think it's just that, like, Batman's gonna have to be saved by somebody else, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, <laughs> the book is pretty cool, and it's still better than anything that Tom King's no, written in the last couple of years.
1: it is good. Um... You know, what's really keeping me, honestly, is Jock's art. And I feel like this issue in particular was um, great.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like,
1: like, I mean, like, not that Jock's ever not been comfortable, but, like, the nature and the darkness of this issue, I think, really lent itself. And there was a lot of, like, emotional cruxes between characters, and he really captured it. Like, he's a very loose in, like crazy kind of style mm-hmm. but it really works and like i just i really dug it and like i got a lot of witches vibes out of this one
0: fair enough i will say the thing that keeping me going is just have it's just what's gonna happen next right and that's what's gotten me to read this whole like the book is well written the book is amazingly drawn and the premise is such that like i don't know what's gonna happen they keep me guessing
1: right i i have not been sold on this premise just yet. i know
0: i know you you're not as as high on this book as i am no um, but this issue made me a lot less high on it than usual. Um, <laughs> but it's still quite good. It's right. still an excellent book. Well, they have two- it's just that I'm not... like If it's another Batman completely ruins the good faith he has and the people that he's built up, then it's like, I, I don't have any patience for that.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Then then, what in what continuity is Batman a hero? Because I, I have yet to see it. At this point. Like, it's so frustrating to watch Batman fail on a near constant basis. Hey, I'm a new writer. I'm going to bring Batman low. Like, oh, again?
1: Oh, yeah, that way the Dark Knight can rise.
0: Yes. Always great. (laughs) Anyway, I recommend it if you're reading it. But if you're not, wait for the trade. He's
1: got two more issues to pull him out of it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he can stick the landing. You've heard us say it before. Stick the landing, guys.
0: Yeah, let's see how it goes. Stick it. I will say EJ Matter says any sci-fi, indie, PG-13 comics uh, like with mechs?
1: I am really unfamiliar with mech-based comics. Me
0: too. I'm sorry, my friend. Um,
1: uh, I mean, like, yeah, with very specific because with mechs, it's specific. That's not robots. Yeah, can't That's help mechs. very different. <laughs> but I
0: will say, Sam Anderson says, do you find the Batman Who Laughs font difficult to read with the gray background? I'm struggling in digital form. Anyone else? Yes, it's horrible. Uh, it, I can't... With a guided view... I can't read it for shit on my LCD uh, monitor.
1: I don't have an issue with it on phone.
0: Yes. If you read your comics on your phone like nobody should, it will read fine.
1: What do you mean like nobody should? That's that's the only way I read my comics.
0: I know, but like, I'm not going to read my comics like this. Like the Batman who laughs. I don't. I know, but like, that's... That's the only way you can.
1: Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up now.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I know you didn't have a problem. I, I mentioned this issue before. I had this problem. I couldn't really read it. right? And in this particular issue, it was even harder to read. Now, um,
1: are you struggling with the red?
0: Yeah, the red against the. Because the I know
1: the the red it is it is jarring and it juts out because of the nature of like yeah uh, warm colors. Push out and cool colors recede. Mm-hmm. So what you're probably seeing with that is that like it's the effect of it pushing out and like almost like a 3D mm-hmm. without it actually doing that. For me,
0: it just looks blurry. Oh. Like it just it just has a blurry effect.
1: Oh. Well, I'm opening it up right now.
0: Yeah, here I'll show you. Yeah,
1: show me on there.
0: On here, but when it's it's only when it's when it sifts between regular text and oh. you know and and red text. But like if you're trying to read it on a monitor.
1: The monitor's not great. The
0: monitor's not great.
1: Interesting. See, interesting, like. Interesting, interesting. Oh yeah. Oh wow.
0: Yeah. Here, I'll share it with you guys too.
1: Wow! 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 Where? Where was that? Oh, that's here.
0: Like, I'm not quite <sighs> my lately.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not. It's. Clear.
0: it's much clearer that's the thing it's just clearer on your phone yeah um but i don't blame you my friend so sorry scoro <laughs> says you guys might not read flash but flash 70 starting of flash year one is pretty great worth checking out i've heard good things so i will check it out good. uh dibashish map Mahapatra says uh, I was at TCAF in Toronto I met Zdarsky very nice nice. we talked about how great Comic Pop is oh that's really nice thank you very much for talking us up that's really
1: nice hopefully you can
0: attend TCAF someday I would like to very much Uh, it's like Comic Con but actually just beautiful indie comics and art nice no DC or Marvel Interesting. I'm into that. Cool. Well, thank you very much for talking us up with Zadarski. Yeah. I It was a great conversation. If you haven't seen it, we did an Elseworlds exchange where Chip came on the show, mm-hmm. and we just chatted it up. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I couldn't read it. I didn't know if he liked it or not. Like, You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I can't tell. Yeah, uh, He was a super gentleman, an amazing guy, but like, I couldn't tell if he thought I was an asshole or not, so it's hard to tell. But I appreciate the heads Never up. Never know. Mr. Roboto says, but will we see the back me- the Batmech on Gordon again? <sighs> no.
1: Hey. If someone would do it, it'd be Snyder. Because he's the one that created Not it. Not only
0: will... But, like, you need somebody who loved it. So, like, if Tiffany ever took over Batman, you'd I see would, it.
1: I would put him back in it for a little bit. I appreciated it. I'm gonna, I know people didn't dig it. If Snyder... I liked it, though. If
0: Snyder kept writing Batman, you can bet your bottom dollar that someone would use it as, yeah. like, an homage. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think so. And Adam Gross says, Just want to say you guys are awesome. Adam, Aww. thank you very much. And Silver Cricket says, Wonder Woman right now feels sloppy... And enjoyable, but I can't recommend it. I'm not reading it.
1: No, so. but if you want Wonder Woman in a book, go pick up Justice League Dark, because she plays a big role in that. Yes. Uh, especially in a lot of the earlier issues, and she is great.
0: Right. Uh, speaking of things that are great, let's yeah. talk about some books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick yeah,
1: up. Yeah, you totally still like that. For I was going to say that, too, but you are Oh, nice. <laughs> We're War both recommending this We one.
0: do. Uh, War of Realms, number four. Jason Aaron, Russell Datterman, Arthur Adams on the covers. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun book, and yes. it's only got... Two Three more issues left, like four, five, six. Yeah. Um, Looks like Malaketh's got Venom Venom. on his side. Venom. Cool. It's a cool book.
1: It is a cool book. It's a fun fighting book.
0: Yeah, the last issue, the art was not great. So I'm hoping that this time it's better.
1: Me too. Me too. It's the same guy, it looks like. So hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what's up.
0: Agreed. Um, I gotta recommend this one.
1: Really? I'm gonna
0: read it. I'm not recommending, I'm gonna read it. I don't like tie-ins, so I don't normally recommend them, but I will read it. Okay. Uh, Sean Ryan and Nico Leone's War of Realms, Spider-Man, and the League of Realms. It's a three-issue miniseries. Spider-Man with a shield and a helmet, leading a bunch of, uh, like, a ragtag team of Asgardian-type characters. Sounds fun. (laughs) It's got Screwbeard the Dwarf, Ood the Troll, Roll Bloodrot, Root, the Wizard, Uh, It's going to, I I don't know. It was a wizard? Yeah.
1: This sounds like the best D&D team.
0: Right. So I'm kind of looking forward to checking it out.
1: Nice. I look forward to hearing about it.
0: Speaking of Spider-Man, the uh, Nick Spencer, Humberto Ramos, Ryan Otley series, uh, The Hunted or whatever is still going. It's about five issues too long. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 21. Uh, It's, you know, if you you care, keep reading it because it's neat. Uh, Don't read any Italians, though, because they're totally useless. Um, Also, this book is, like I said, like five issues too long. Okay. Just just stop. Uh, Also, um, as a quick aside, Aside. Patrick Gleason left DC probably over the Superman shit, and he's going to draw Spider Man now. That's really cool. Which is so great.
1: That's amazing. So, lucky us. Yeah.
0: Because I'm not reading Superman anymore. But I am reading Spider Man.
1: That's awesome.
0: And finally, rounding up my Spider Man recommendations, <laughs> the Straczynski Omnibus Volume One comes out. Wow, uh, that's right. JMS on Spider Man, arguably one of the best runs of Spider Man. Period. Is getting an Omnibus. Check it out. Uh, if you also are on the fence, you're not sure what it's all about. Check out our back issues where I did the first volume. Yeah. Of JMS's Spider Man, which mm-hmm. uh, you might be convinced. Yeah, you might be. Uh, also, Justice League number twenty four from James Tiny the Fourth. And Francis Manipole uh, is, is, you know, it's one of those, like, f- fill-in stories. What? Yeah, Snyder s- switches off with James the IV, so it's like, there's a main story, and then there's, like, Tynion's story.
1: But there's, like, they're, like, in the middle of something
0: right yeah, now. Yeah, but, like, let's, uh, let's hit the brakes on that. Mm, and so they will, so pick up the brakes. But,
1: I mean, I do like Tynion, so fine.
0: Yeah. Um. So, Tiffany... What else we got that are co- that's coming out?
1: So from me, just as a reminder uh, for you, Jeff Lemire fans, Gideon Falls number thirteen will be coming out this week. Um, I know it's like it's one of those like kind of sleeper hits. So if you're into it, I'm just reminding you that it's coming out. It's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in Marvel, Old Man Quill number five is coming out. This is a twelve-part mini series. I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's twelve parts.
0: That's a lot. It's
1: a lot. It's a lot of parts. Um, but I've already read four of them, so I'm a third of the way through. So we'll see. I, I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Whenever
0: it, you talk about it on the show, it's been I, a solid. Yeah, I have a good
1: time. Um, I know it's not for everybody because, like, this is taking the idea of Old Man Logan and just continuing it. Or which Old is,
0: Man Hawkeye, which they also did, which yeah, you also enjoyed. but it is
1: meant to remind you of Old Man Logan. Let's right. be honest. Like that's what it's meant to 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 hearken back to, and it's placing a character that had nothing to do with it. At least with Old Man Hawkeye, it was like he, he a was. Character that was in Old Man Logan. Yeah. So I get this is not everyone's cup of tea, but I've been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're looking for more Guardians of the Galaxy kind of stuff, I, I say go for it. And then I just want to give everybody a heads up that um if you were into Tom King's Mr. Miracle, which I was, um, and you're a big fan of hardcovers, a hardcover trade of that is going to be coming out this week. So you Sweet. can check it out. The cover's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. The cover's
1: pretty cool. Dig it.
0: Uh Getting back into the Super Chats, before uh, Raphael Kajat says, Is Kate's going to continue writing Venom, as I understand it? Yes. Nice. Uh, EJ Matter, or any sci-fi indie book that's on the PG-13 level? Um,
1: uh, go get Descender. Yeah, Descender, and, then, and now Ascender. Ascender <laughs> is
0: the sequel to it.
1: And, yeah, PG-13. I mean
0: most comics are so like
1: yeah but a lot of indie like sci-fi stuff sometimes goes into a darker
0: yes that's it's true too dark place while you research that Jack O'Connell says I would love to see Scott Snyder write Aquaman some history and horror would go great with Atlantis and Aquaman agreed he would be great on that book it would actually be a really big shot in the arm for that character and you never know because with uh, The Last Night on Earth coming out, that's like the swan song of Snyder and Capullo's kind of like button on the character. Who knows? Maybe he'll be done, and, but DC doesn't want to lose him, so they'll give him Aquaman. You never know. Uh, and Skoro says, isn't Spider-Man Life Story number three coming out this week? Uh, the 15th, which I believe is this week, so yes. Uh, Spider-Man Life Story is one of the single best books coming out from the big two right now. Um, check it out if you haven't already. Spider-Man Life Story is amazing. Um, it wasn't in the solicitations. It wasn't? No.
1: That's weird.
0: I know. Uh, well, at least the solicitations that we read, which are horseshit.
1: Well, um, that, that is true. Yeah, that's that's very, very fair.
0: Silver Cricket also says, kind of off topic, but if either of you read Female Furies? And if so, what are your thoughts? No. No. Adam Groves says, Tiffany, did you pre-order your saga compendium?
1: I haven't yet. Why didn't you know what you're talking Probably about? should. Yeah. And Danielle <laughs> reminds
0: us about a webcomic called The Flight of the Binturong. It's a great webcomic. Yeah, that I is created.
1: true. I'm sorry. That that's correct. I didn't even think about that. It was good, a fun
0: little webcomic. Check call. it out. Uh, FOTBcomic.com or FlightoftheBinturong.com. Check it out if you want to read something yeah,
1: I wrote. It, you know what? It turns out the issue with me and sci-fi is I read all the scarier sci-fi
0: books. So yes. I'm like yeah. Yours not is like the hard art.
1: To ask about PG. Right. Like what about uh, what about
0: that Grant Morrison book?
1: Yeah. Exactly no or hadron's wall no yeah stick with descender we'll we'll go from there just just to start there uh, there. i was like just looking through some indie book or some sci-fi books mm -hmm. and i'm like no
0: yep most of them are
1: i mean is low
0: no low's fine is it yeah you should be fine
1: that's
0: i think low's okay i
1: really want to get like like a like what image says it is
0: yeah like what they rate as. What do as? you
1: rate this as? Right? I can just go and find my copy. Yeah. It's M. Never mind. There you
0: go. So never mind. Well, I
1: don't. Oh, my God. Why? Where's my problem? Hmm. If it's not something that's going to haunt my memories, I'm not reading it, apparently. Oh, no, that's fair. Like, Nameless was the one you were thinking. Nameless, no. thank you. Yeah, don't read that.
0: No. Much darker, but short. <laughs> uh, anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, go to patreon.com slash comic to help us out more. Uh, of course, we want to thank our super chatters for really helping us out on this show in particular. We are so lucky to have you. Thank you so much. And uh, stay tuned for more on... Uh, Paper what? Girls. Paper Girls. There you go. That's a nice sci-fi show. Or Paper sci-fi girls. comic.
1: Okay. Teen Plus. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Back issues, we're going to have a crossover episode with Comic Story, and that comes out this week. Uh, Elseworlds Exchange, I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. What's it going
1: to be? Who knows? I just got, like, my second win. I was really tired.
0: I hear you. And uh, if you're going to be at Denver Comic-Con at the end of the month, slash into June 1st, which is my birthday, um, you will see me, along with Benny and Rob. Uh, That's right, three out of four of the weekly poll are going to be in Denver at the Denver Comic-Con Pop Culture Con. Um, and even before that, you you can't wait this weekend, go to East Coast Comic-Con, and if you go Friday and Saturday, you might just bump into me and Tiffany, who will be there probably all day. I mean, like, God knows I'm going to try and get there every day. Yeah, why Uh, not? Not Sunday, because it's busy. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. See us there at East Coast Comic-Con, uh, in the Meadowlands, I think.
1: In the Meadowlands!
0: No table, it's going to be walking around.
1: Yeah, buying things. Goodbye, uh, money!
0: Yes, that's right. But, uh, goodbye to you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long.